Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Drink, 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 drink. Yes! Oh! Hi-oh! D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, is there a more exciting time in sports? Three game sevens in two days. Two days. We have three game sevens in the NHL. And then to cap it off, that's Tuesday and Wednesday. To cap it yep. off, Thursday nights is the NFL draft. Bam, 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 bam. That is exactly how the song goes, by the way. They, they actually asked if, if I would just come and do it on stage to start the NFL draft on Thursday. And I, I look, I haven't said no. So if you see me well, pop up at 8 o'clock Eastern on the dot and rise out of the ground with a microphone and a lot of fog machines around me, just singing, I mean, get ready. Just buckle the fuck up because it could happen. This is one of the most glorious times of the year. We had a little, a, a little doldrum, if you will, after the Super Bowl, especially the way the Super Bowl ended. It is nice to have the NFL draft back in our faces for three days, yep. talking football, watching a little bit of football, reliving some of the old glories uh, with some of our favorite players from college. And then, look, the NHL. Uh, we've, had a, we've had a couple fans hit us up and say, hey, hey guys, I wish you would talk about the NHL more. This is bullshit. Well, D'Anthony, there's 82 games in the NHL season. It's a lot like the NBA. It's, it's hard to get excited for an 82-game season, right? Well, I mean, you can't get – there's certain matchups during the season. Like the NBA tries to schedule their big ones on Christmas Day and then, you know, a couple of other holidays throughout the year. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's that's a lot of games to be up for all of them. But <clears throat> now it's playoff time. We have three game seven starting tonight in the next two days. Whew. So pretty excited about that. We are – so this show will actually drop uh, during – while the puck is dropping for the first game seven. Before we get into the sponsors – this is for you NHL fans out there because we, we look, we love hockey, man. Um, and we've become fucking Golden Knights fans out of nowhere uh, just simply because of, 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 of their magical run. Black Rifle Coffee is also a sponsor of them. Yep. Uh, we love watching games there. They're in a game seven tonight. Uh, who do you, we'll start with them since they're, they're you and I's favorite team. Who do, who do you got in the Vegas Golden Knights uh, series against the Sharks? Um, I'm going to take the Knights. I don't think it's a homer pick. I think they've outplayed San Jose so far in this uh, series. They I did too, had, yeah. Uh, like that last game, double uh, uh, double overtime, and it was like over halfway through the second overtime where a goal goes in. That's just that's just hockey, man. That shit happens sometimes. Um, <clears throat> but I thought they played pretty well in that game. Uh, Mark Stone's been lighting it the fuck up. Uh, one of the better acquisitions uh, – deadline uh deadline acquisitions in recent memory actually more impactful especially here in the first round so i think the knights are going to win um they've already won one game in san jose this year yep and uh in this series yeah, i think yeah I, I i look i'm i'm going vegas golden knights uh as well all the way although i look i think this is a really close game and it could possibly go to overtime um i, th I think it's close but I, th I think vegas golden knights pull it out in the end and i agree with you i you know, homerness aside for, for being a fan of the Golden Knights, 
because uh, you and I didn't have a, a, a team in Georgia, and don't even start that bullshit of, of that team that was there for like three years and then bounced. What, the, the Thrashers? Is that what it was? Ah, <laughs> the Thrashers. That's no, a terrible name, no, by the way. Nobody, nobody in Atlanta cared about that goddamn like, team. What's the, what's the mascot if it's a Thrasher? Is it like a, like a Thresher? Like, uh, I, uh, I, I forget what <laughs> like it was. What? I, I went to one of the games, and like, I, no lie, I, there was about 50 people there. It felt like a minor league hockey game, and I, I felt like an extra in oh, slap yeah. shot there. I was like, man, um, they probably had m- more fans at, at, at the slap shot games than they did at the Thrashers games. But look, they were in and out of that city. Um, they were gone. So yeah, I, I, had to, I had to pick a new team. You were the one who turned me on to the Knights last year. We had fucking fun, man, there. And uh, yeah. I, I'm rooting for them, but I, but I genuinely do think they were the better team in this series. Um, and I'll, I'll get to my homerness in a second to quell your fears in case you think that's where I'm going with, with all three of these games because it's not. Uh, next up, we got Toronto at Boston. That's the first game at 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. Uh, I got Boston in this one. Who you got? Uh, yeah, I'm taking Boston in that one. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's, this has been a weird series so far. There's been a lot of home games lost, which isn't necessarily typical of an NHL playoff, but uh, now they're going back. Uh, to Boston, and Boston's coming off a big win, four-two win. They lost last time they were in Boston, so I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I think Boston's got this one. They've been playing better overall hockey. I mean, the the games they've lost, they've only except for the first game, they've only lost by one goal. They've been really close, and the games they've won have been by two goals uh, and, and three respectively. <clears throat> Not that that's necessarily you know the end all be all, but. They looked really sharp the other night, and uh, let's see if it can carry over. I think they, I think they can do it. And again, uh, you and I talked about this offline, but <clears throat> our good friend Jamie Kaler is a Boston everything homer. Yeah. Um. So you know, let's uh, hope for his sake, so he doesn't have an aneurysm that they win because the Red Sox look like shit right now. Red Sox look like shit, but it look Boston. It's been a great year for Boston sports. Celtics look great, by the way. They swept in that first round. Um. I. I man. I it is hard to bet against them to me for the finals. I, I like I'm not giving up on Boston for the for the Eastern Conference Championship uh, for the Celtics, but uh, I'm taking the Bruins uh, tonight. I think home ice is going to matter in this, and uh, I, whereas I don't think so much in San Jose unless they play that Baby Shark song over and over and over again. Um, yeah, that could be a game changer for sure. Really could. Dep- like you're over under of twelve. If you if you play the baby shark song more than twelve times, I think that might crumple Vegas Golden Knights. Um, but if it's if it's under twelve, I think they get a shot. I think they get a shot at this tomorrow night's game. Though is going to be a fucking brawler, man. It's Hurricanes, <laughs> and this was my homer. I, I picked uh, Carolina against Vegas in uh, in the Stanley Cup. However, it has gone to Game Seven, and they were at Washington. Um, I don't see them winning this game, unfortunately. How about you? Uh, no, I think the Cavs have the experience, uh, and that matters in these kind of situations. I mean, uh, frankly, Ovechkin hasn't exactly been tearing it up uh, in this series, so he's kind of due for a breakout game. Backstrom's really been the lead for them um, so far. Uh but I, I think uh, I think this is going to be a breakout game for Ovechkin. I think he's going to score two goals. Um, I think he's going to lay a big hit on somebody. Um, oh, but we'll what, see, we'll what, see worse what than last week, man, he knocked that fucking kid out. 
Yeah, he pretty much murdered that kid. I think that kid's uh, that kid's dead, right? Is he dead? I mean, he's in the he's in the protocol. Is he out of it yet? I don't think he is. I don't think he is either, man. I why you would want to drop the gloves and go with Ovechkin is beyond me, especially at 19 years old. It reminds me of like you know when you take on your dad in a fight where you're like, "Fuck this, dude! I I think I can beat up my dad," and you you yeah. can't. You can't beat up your fucking dad, you know. No, um, no, you definitely can't. And he, he, it was some grown man strength, dude, that just overpowered that kid. And uh, I've, I, I actually felt bad for that kid laying down there on the. I mean, he didn't know where the fuck had happened to him. Yeah, I mean, look, Ovechkin doesn't fight much, but he lays down some pretty heavy hits on people, and he's a, he's a, a, a big dude, beast he's a for a. For a forward, he is very, very strong. I, I don't know that fighting him was the best idea. No, me neither. And uh, unfortunately, I look had this had this series not gone to seven, I would stick with Carolina. Um, but now that it is in seven, that crowd in Washington is going to be fucking hyped. Uh, that's going to be a tough. I think that's just too tough for Carolina to overcome. And uh, it, it look, it might even be a little bit of a blowout in that one. What was the last one? Fucking. Six zero, yeah, six zero. Like you could end yep. up in something like that. We'll see. And you're right. I think Ovechkin's due for a breakout game. Um, you know, Backstrom's been been carrying this team. He's got five goals in this series, and uh, I, I think Ovechkin breaks out of it, man. And uh, and he has a big game, and I and I think they win in this game seven. Uh, before we hop into the NFL draft, D'Anthony. We got some sponsors to pay for this whole fucking shit wagon to be on the air. First up is mybookie.com. Uh, look, we're betting on the draft, you and I. You and I are betting on the draft. Love, I, dude, I, this is one of my favorite things to bet on the draft, man. It gets wild, but I like to do it pick by pick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I go pick by pick with it, uh, about 10 bucks a piece. If you go to mybookie.com, you can bet with us or against us. Uh, any any deposits you make from a hundred all the way to three thousand automatically double. What I'd recommend is you know put in one fifty, doubling it up to three hundred. That way you got ten bucks on on every pick in the first round, because uh, the the first round is in prime time on Thursday night. That's gonna be fun as shit live from Nashville. Yeah, uh, we were supposed to be there, but I'm actually we're actually gonna be together in San Antonio next week. So. Uh, we couldn't. We couldn't yep. do both. We couldn't go to Nashville and uh, party in San Antoine, so we had to pick. Uh, so we'll be together. Might, might be at a Spurs game together. Uh, yeah, Woo. if they're still in the playoffs by then, we'll definitely go to one of those. We'll find out. Uh, go to mybookie.com though. Bet with us again. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposit from one hundred all the way to three thousand dollars. Next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. How do I love the ghost bed, man? 15% off for anybody who is military or a first responder? Come on, dude. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Uh, look, they recognize that our audience is, is 80% uh, in that regard. And they're like, hey, man, let's just put up a permanent deal for these guys. We fucking love them. Uh, hardest working dudes on the planet. Let's throw them an extra 15%. Uh, which is a huge savings at a mattress company, man. That's like an extra $200 off. You can get you know, some of the finest mattresses on the planet. Uh, the ghost pillows are almost as good as the goddamn mattresses. I love those things. The, the sheets are incredible. And uh, their adjustable base that's out now is, uh, is amazing, man. All of it just gets shipped in a box right to your house. You open it up in your room. You're good to go. As always, if you're, if you're a regular uh, you know, a human, 
a civilian like myself, they get $100 off a ghost bed, $200 off the ghost bed deluxe, and uh, the $7.99 bundle package. Uh, that gets you that adjustable base and the mattress. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today and get those deals. And as always, the first 36 months, no interest pays you go program. No one on the internet is doing that today. Last but not least, we got Black Rifle Coffee. D'Anthony, why don't you tell us about it? Uh, Black Rifle Coffee is a premium small batch roast to order veteran owned and operated coffee company. That's a mouthful. Oh, uh, it you is. know what else is a mouthful is the coffee. Uh, <laughs> you just can't get a better quality cup of coffee for the price. I mean, uh, not to toot our own horn or anything, but a similar bag of coffee at another company where we sell it for 13 would be anywhere from 18 to $22. So uh, then you sign up for the club shows up at your door whatever day you want uh, every month. And uh, you never have to worry about running out of coffee again. Plus, you get uh, 20% off typically is about the ratio by signing up for this subscription because there's free shipping. And then you get access to one of over 40 partner discounts now. It's uh, it's really the best, probably the best subscription model uh, and direct-to-consumer that's owned by the actual company. I mean, obviously nobody's going to compete with Amazon because they're so big now. Right. um, For a company that's a consumer package, good that goes direct to consumer. uh, You're not going to find a better one. And, and black rebel coffee is, is has the highest percentage of market share for any coffee company in the world when it comes to that stuff. And there's a reason, and it's, there's two reasons actually it's the quality of the product and it's you guys, it's, it's all the, fans and supporters over the years that have that have helped build this company up so uh you know go to the site sign up for the club use that uh 20 percent discount i believe it's sports sports 20 percent off at blackriflecoffee.com subscription of the month is where it is at thursday night is where it's at for the nfl draft hey you know what before we get into the nfl draft i've got a couple of updates uh go ahead fire away actually stuff that's happening right now one uh a federal judge has once again uh blocked the release of the robert Kraft video Ah. i don't know what's in the video i think it might just be him walking in and out of the place but how funny would it be if it was an actual fucking handy video Uh, boy i you know i think it is I, i i look i think he was getting jacked off and that's about all you can say about it um yeah like if if it was just the video of him walking in and out of the establishment why would they block that it's not it's, there's got to be something there's got to be something hilarious on that video is what i'm saying yeah it, look it, it, it here's the thing it's him getting jacked off um that's what that's what the real story is um my yeah. my thing is this like i think everybody in the world knows he got a he got an hj everybody knows he got jacked off who wants to see a 76 year old guy get jacked off in under 14 minutes because, again, that time code of the video, him in, in and out of that Asian spa was 14 minutes. It was a quick HJ sesh. Like, I'm good, man. I don't need to see a 76-year-old man get jacked off. I think they're doing it. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to release it. Because what, what's the benefit in releasing this if you're the prosecution other than to embarrass Robert Kraft? doesn't make yeah, any fucking he doesn't, sense. He doesn't really seem to care. I don't think it would even embarrass him at this point. Uh, so who, who gives I don't a know, shit? man. I mean, it, I, anybody getting jacked off, like, you know, when you own a uh, an NFL franchise that's been a dynasty for the last, you know, 15 years or whatever, it's embarrassing, yep. man. So he's got kids and shit. Like, I, don't fucking release that. 
Don't be assholes. It's the state of Florida. They're, they're trying to, you know, I know what they're trying to do with this. The, the, there is a, you know, a sex ring going on from China that's been over here or whatever. He's not involved in it. So move the fuck on and, and charge whoever needs to be charged. But it's not Robert Kraft. And I don't want to see this fucking video, to be honest with you. And I'm not even a Patriots fan, obviously. I'm just yeah, saying I don't this care either. as one human to another. And, uh, yeah, I, that, that's just my personal feeling on it. What was the other thing um, you were talking there's about? A, there's there's two other things actually. So uh, like literally about ten minutes ago, uh, Frank Clark from uh, from Seattle got traded to the Chiefs for their first round pick. So a 29th pick in the draft is going Ooh. to uh, to the Seahawks, and the Chiefs are picking up Frank Clark, who they were about to franchise tag for 17 million dollars a year. That's a big pickup for Kansas City. It's great, a big one. It's great. And look, if you're Kansas City and you're already locked and loaded. What do you give a shit about that pick? You're not picking anything up in, in 29 anyways. I mean, not that you couldn't get some other way. Yeah, so ex- exactly. And, like, you know, uh, the, I think that team already looks great next year. Shore up that defense a little bit, and you're good to go, man. Um, yep. You know, look, they were one play away from the Super Bowl, as is. Now you yep. pick up Frank Clark. Good for you. Uh, yep. I, I, that's, that's a great move for them. Uh, it is, yeah. Clark's got 33 sacks since 2016, and uh, he's all, all eight. That's ninth in the league over that period, and all eight players ahead of him have played way more than he has. Yeah. So he like his efficient his efficiency is uh, really really good. Yeah, I, I like that move. Good for them. The last thing is that uh, our boy. Uh, oh man, this is this is not good news for anybody. I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, um, so Walton signs that deal with the, uh, with the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Luke, and now Luke Walton. A, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, been a lawsuit filed, uh, in civil court, uh, about sexual assault. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, so I read this story last night. This came across maybe at like eight or nine o'clock last night. And it, it is like the girl is reputable. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's not like some fan or some fucking whore who is waiting, you know, courtside, like, you know, she's a reputable person and, uh, that I, it's a tough one. I know the Sacramento Kings said they're looking into it, uh, about what to do. You know, allegedly he grabbed her, kissed her, pinned her down in a hotel room and, um, uh, said some, you know, some sexual remarks to her like the next few times he saw her. I, I don't know. I don't know what to believe and why. I, you know, I looked at the dates on her. I believe she said it happened in 2016. Um, the weirdest thing for me is why wait until he's fired and then rehired again? I, I don't know why this story wasn't brought up earlier, I guess. Yeah, it seems kind of weird, but who knows? I mean, uh, why people decide when to do stuff like that is, is I don't understand it. So, uh, <clears throat> I honestly, if I had to gamble, I would say he's probably going to get fired at some point. Um, before the season because, starts. Uh, yeah, p- definitely before the season starts. Cause everybody's so risk averse now. Like you can't, if for the Kings organization with a young team like that, you can't wait to see what happens. Like if he gets, he's not going to get convicted of anything because it's not in criminal court. Uh, but the, you're going to have like the entire off season, instead of integrating him into the team, all the press is going to be about this situation. Uh, is Luke Walton a good enough coach 
to make all that bullshit worth it for a young team like that? Probably not. I don't know if any coach is good enough unless it's like a gener- like unless it's fucking Popovich or one of the greats. You know what I mean? I think because of how risk averse the league is these days, I feel like they're probably going to fire him in the next couple of weeks once they look into this and see what's going on. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, just just digging in the story a little further, like uh, again, this happened in 2016. He was an assistant with the Warriors at that point. Um, assistant coach with the Warriors. She look, she is a sports reporter for, you know, Sports in LA and all these and they they've had a business relationship that's gone back several years. Um I mean, she even asked him to do the foreword to her book. So I don't, I don't know why this comes up now. That, uh, well, I mean, it'll, it'll come out, I guess, in the trial, or if you want to call it the trial. Uh, her asking him to do the forward to her book, was that before or after this alleged incident? I don't know. And, and you know, because the question was obviously asked to her, why didn't you report this earlier? And, uh, you know, she said, look, I had to work with him because I was working for the sports station and she wanted to keep things cordial. But, um, I, you know, I don't know. I, it's always tough in these situations, especially now where, you know, Luke Walton's married. Not that all athletes aren't dirtbags, but um, fuck, man, it, it's tough. It, it, this, is a, this, this is a hard one for me because it's like I don't want to shit on anybody who's been sexually assaulted. But the, the the timing of this is really curious, is all I'll say. Um, and I don't yeah, I don't know who really to believe. Um, and I, I'm not going to really take sides on this. I don't I don't know Luke Walton. Uh, I have no idea. But uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how this shakes out. I wish. I my personal wish is then if things like this happen, they report it immediately, and then you can move on. You know, again, if you're the if you were sexually assaulted, right? The Golden State Warriors have been the Golden State Warriors for years. You know, he was great. Yep. He was the assistant uh, coach then. I believe he even took over a, a number of games when Steve Kerr was out, right? I think it was 42 games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And it's like, why not report it then? I don't like this is a three years later during the offseason when he's, you know, just switching jobs. I, I don't know. I, I get waiting until he leaves LA if, that, if it was then. But waiting until, uh, like, wait, the fact that she didn't do it when he was in Golden State, like, who gives a shit about Golden State if you're in L.A.? That didn't make any sense to me. Right. Yeah, I'm with you, man. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's a tough one. Uh, Because if it did happen, look, I feel awful for her. But if it didn't, like, man, the the shit needs to end. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't know if it will. Uh, With that, D'Anthony. Let's get to the NFL Drisnaft live from Nashville. Boy, you have been hot all week for this. Uh, the Kyler Murray thing is really fucking stuck in your crawl for the last I'm week. I'm not a. F- uh, I just think it's really stupid, but uh, it's. The, the fact that they want to take him, uh, I guess, makes sense because of Kingsbury and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, man, I think it's crazy. The good news is is it's going to make this draft crazy as fuck. I mean, this draft is going to be out of control. Yeah. Yeah. I, this, this is going to be one of the most 
I, my guess is this is going to be one of the craziest drafts we've had in a, in a, in a long time. Because uh, if the if the Arizona Cardinals do take Kyler Murray, as look, Mel Kiper said there was a 99.9% chance they would last night, um, which yeah. is shocking to me. Todd McShay said he got a couple calls from GMs saying, I'm not so sure that it could be a decoy for something else. I don't think so, man. I think, you know, they just hired a new coach, Cliff Kingsbury. He's recruited this kid for seven fucking years at this point, um, you know, back in his coaching days at Texas Tech. So uh, I, I think I think he wants this kid. I think they've they've got to trade Josh Rosen. I can't remember a team with two early draft picks in back-to-back years taking quarterbacks like this. I mean, that that's what's shocking well, to didn't, me. Uh, didn't Cleveland do that? Well, Cleveland's always had to do that. Let's face it. Uh, <laughs> they, they, and didn't, uh, they've had to do it every year the, for the last 30 years. Cleveland doesn't count. The, oh, no, they don't. No. Didn't Detroit do that as well, though? Back-to-back years draft quarterbacks one, one time? I think it was in the early 2000s, maybe. I don't remember. Possibly. I, um, I you know, uh, but this high profile, man. I mean, look, Rosen was highly touted. Kyler Murray is highly touted. Like, I, I can't remember... I can't remember somebody doing it within the top six over and over again. Um, but uh, look, this if, if they do draft Kyler Murray, I understand why Cliff Kingsbury does it, but uh, you know you need to get rid of Rosen. I think the, the, the perfect fits for Rosen, I think me personally, would be uh, Washington. Um, I think the Washington Redskins would be a good fit there or possibly the Dolphins. Uh, I'm not a big Josh Rosen fan because he's fucking weird. But yeah, uh, just you know, he's just kind of aloof in general. He reminds me of um, uh, Cutler. He's, he's very Cutler-esque, Jay Cutler-esque, and just his flippant attitude towards life. But but I, I think he can be a decent quarterback if he's given the opportunity. I don't think you can really. I mean, he's got a judge too much off of last wife. year. Yeah, he's got a hot wife. Um, that that always means a lot in this life. I mean, Cutler, I mean, not uh, not. Rosen. I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. So I, I, look, I'm, I'm strictly going Cutler here. You know, my wife watches that reality show he's on. Oh, that's got to be terrible. Very Cavalry. Uh, so, <laughs> it's actually good. Jay Keller doesn't give a fuck about life. That's funny. So right now on the Redskins roster, they have Case Keenum and Colt McCoy and Alex Smith. Um, <laughs> Al- Alex Smith that- is dead. Can we just? Yeah, he's he's dead. But that's that's where I was going to go with that. Uh, he's thirty four, so he's probably not coming back. But uh, is playing quarterback for the Washington Redskins now the same as the the Madden cover curse? Maybe. Like, if you go play quarterback there, do you just break your back immediately? Whew, I, I I don't know, man. The Redskins have not had the best luck here recently. Um, I I'm also not a fan of Dan Schneider. He makes a lot of these big name splashy moves for these players that are older in their career, and uh, it never just doesn't fucking pan out, man. Um, yeah, you know, I look, I Alex Smith has always been Alex Smith. At least he's been consistent his entire career, consistent at being mediocre. Um, and that's look, I, and I know it sounds like I'm bagging on him, but in the NFL, that's kind of all you you can ask for, unless you have a superstar quarterback. So, you know, yep. he was decent on the Chiefs. They went to the playoffs every year. I thought he was decent on the Redskins. They just need another plug-in guy like that. I think Rosen could be that guy if, if they choose to do that. But we'll see. Either way, if you take Kyler Murray, you got to find a trade partner for that because that relationship in camp is going to be 
contentious, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, big time. I mean, I don't know what uh, I don't know what Washington would do with Keenum and McCoy if they brought over Rosen. That would be a very cut McCoy. Uh, I, I would cut McCoy and then have uh, you know Rosen and Keenum battle it out. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't think Case Keenum looked that great last year, and if he's on his last leg, you know. Fuck, maybe they throw in uh maybe they throw in Rosen this year and give him a shot up in Washington. Or maybe he goes to the Dolphins, man. You know, they got rid of Tannehill. I know they signed Fitz yeah. Magic to to be their quarterback, but you know, he's a journeyman. He he he'll fight as hard as he can to win you six to seven games, but that's about it out of that squad. Uh, you know, you're I think what are they where where, where are they drafting at? Fourteen or no. Who the Dolphins? I think the Dolphins are thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. So you know, I I think I think all the top quarterbacks will be gone before thirteen. So, I that wouldn't be a bad trade there. Give up thirteen for Josh Rosen and give it a give it a, a try. But we'll see. Um, so if yeah, we'll if, see. if Murray goes at one, which we're all expecting he will, uh, th- this has got to be Nick Bosa at two to the Forty ers You agree? Yeah, there's no way. Uh, I mean, I would take Nick Bosa no matter what pick I had in the draft. If he was available to be on, we've seen him play. Yeah, um, he's uh, he should be the number one pick. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, he, I, I could I could see uh, um, what's his Quinn and, Quinn and Williams. I, I could see it one as yeah, well. Quinn and, Quinn and Williams. I could see. Yeah, because he he look he was a redshirt sophomore. So like, man, that kid's a beast in real life. We saw him play. Yeah, he's Woo. a gargantuan human being, and he moves very fast for a guy that's 300 pounds. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, those are the top two guys in the draft, no question. But you know, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. see. Everybody, if Kuiper is ninety nine point nine percent sure that something's going to happen, say what you want about Kuiper. Uh, he's usually not wrong about stuff. So uh, <laughs> no, I, look, that's, that's a I am that's a gamble we're taking. I, I am definitely not here to shit on Kuiper or McShay. Those guys are beasts and legends of the game. Um, you know, it can't. I, I would imagine this, like behind the scenes. Imagine how much those guys are on the fucking phone all goddamn day, making these weird phone calls to people to try to get this information. That's a hard job they have, and they don't fuck it up too many times. Um, so, I, I believe it. I believe it when he says, you know, it'll probably be Kyler Murray. Uh, now, the number three pick is is where things get squirrely. I, I know. Look, it's it's the Jets sitting here at three. Which look, they're in a great position, man. They had a lot of great off-season pickups. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell was huge. As much as we make fun of Darnold, uh, he looks like a pretty goddamn good quarterback, and I think you know he's got a really good future. Uh, Robbie Robbie Anderson is always sneaky wide receiver on that team. He's sneaky good. Uh, they got a bunch of free agents on the defensive side of the ball. They've got Josh Allen here from Mel Kiper going at three. I would love to see them uh, at outside linebacker. Um, from Kentucky, I'd love to see them get Qu- you know Quinn and Williams uh, in there and really fuck shit up. Um, that would turn that team around in a heartbeat, um, and that would look. Yeah, I mean, the Jets would be an exciting team to watch, man. They would for sure. I mean, Darno is uh, actually playing pretty well, yeah, and he's gonna have Levy and Bell, uh, which is shit, man. look, man. You you have Levy on Bell to to throw to. And and run the ball too. Fuck, you're good to go on any team, pretty much. Yeah, um, as long as your uh, that, offensive he, line is all right. 
Yeah, he's an offensive force multiplier. He's just like uh, a, he's so talented. And then, oh man, like it's interesting to th- this might be um, uh, a pedantic uh, uh, comment for in some ways, but maybe Josh Allen is a better fit on the team. Maybe that's what they're thinking. That's what Kuyper's thinking. Quentin Williams is the better defensive player. Uh, I I agree. More importantly than being the better defensive player is that he is a bigger impact player. Like Josh Allen is an inside linebacker. Yeah, he's going to fucking do a lot of shit. He may be the anchor of somebody's defense at some point. Is he a big play guy? I think Devin White is a bigger big play guy because he's an outside linebacker, and that position's kind of primed for that. Like think of the difference between... Uh, people like uh, Clay Matthews, for example, and AJ Hawk, who played next to him inside for years. Yeah. Uh, they're not talent-wise. Honestly, they weren't that different. Um, and Clay Matthews tried to go play inside linebacker for a while as well, and they figured out that yeah, he's he can still play it. He's still really good there. He probably will get more interceptions there, but he doesn't have the impact on the game. I think that. Uh, one, that Devin White is a bigger impact player than Josh Allen because of that, because he plays that position and he's faster. And also that Quentin Williams, because of the position he plays and his speed, his ability to get to the quarterback makes him a bigger impact on a team like the Jets is trying to build a young defense. I think they take Quentin Williams there. Possibly. Uh, this at, at, at the fourth pick here, this is where I think Oakland, I, I think Oakland takes, I, I, I think they take Devin White here. Um, and I think they're trying to re- really, yeah, I, I, that, that's my guess on this. I think, I think Oakland takes Devin white to, uh, to kind of appease the fan base for the Khalil Mack shit. Um, well, that's the thing. He's a, he's an uh, impact player is not the right word, but exciting is, yeah. I think he's probably a more exciting guy than, uh, Josh Allen is. And Josh Allen played at Kentucky and Devin white played at LSU so they're both, you know, they're both part of that defensive culture that the SEC uh, strokes itself off to so much. Um, but I feel like Allen is more of an old school style defender, <clears throat> and Devin White is more of a, like a Clay Matthews. Like he's a fucking, he's a slash, he's a hybrid. Like he can do a lot of stuff. And you, you, he's, he's you a- know, Gruden and them love those sexy players. Look, they're about to bring a team yeah. to Vegas, so you need a flashy fucking team. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say Devin white on that pick. And I think, uh, I, I think Josh Allen's going to slide to Tampa Bay at five here at the next pick. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I think Tampa Bay is going to take whomever the best defensive player available is. I mean, they've got, uh, they've got old, uh, <laughs> old uncle touchy down there playing, playing quarterback. So I don't know if, uh, I can't believe they did that. I can't really... believe they stuck with Winston to be honest with you. I, man, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, uh, it's interesting because he's had some problems um, and he hasn't really, uh, what did he miss? Four games last year? Something like that. Yeah. For, gets, for was it gra- grabbing the Uber driver's pussy? Yeah, yeah. It was five games last year he missed. He still put up 3,000 yards. He's not bad. 
by any stretch of the imagination. He's not but, he's not bad, he, uh, but you know what he has? He has this look in his eyes like a lot of the women you date where there's just there's a hint of crazy there and you're like, "Man, I don't Yeah, a little bit. I don't know where this is coming from or why, but uh there's always this weird look in his eyes of like, "I'm not really here. You guys know that, right?" Like I could I could go back into a grocery store and steal some crab legs at any fucking moment here. Yeah. Um, and be fine with my life. So yeah. I'm not. And one of the one of the things I use to measure if a quarterback is truly great, and this isn't a perfect scale by any imagination, but I like to see a two to one touchdown to intercept, interception ratio. Um, now, a lot of that depends on how well you're protected because a lot of interceptions happen as you're getting hit and shit like that. But he's never even come close to doing that before. The closest he ever came was uh, 2016 when he had 28 touchdowns and 18 picks. That's a lot of picks, man. It's a lot of turnovers. He also fumbles the ball pretty frequently. Like, he had 10 uh, fumbles in 2017. That's a fuckload for a quarterback. Um, like, you're you're basically entrusting the future of your franchise because this guy's 25 years old coming into the season. He just turned 25 in January. Um, you're entrusting the franchise – to a guy who has disciplinary problems and not just disciplinary problems, but like legal shit that could fucking put him away for years. Right. And it's a huge distraction. Plus he turns the ball over a lot. I'm not a fucking fan of this guy at all. No, me neither. And, uh, you know, I think Tampa Bay is going to have another, yet another average year and, uh, that's going to be it. But yeah, well, we'll see what they end up doing here. Um, you know, they've they've got to take a QB later on in this draft. Uh, that'll yeah. bring us to the Giants at six. This has got to be a no-brainer of Haskins at this point, unless somebody trades up. Um, but I, you've got you got to go Dwayne Haskins if you're the New York Giants here. Yeah, CBS has Ed Oliver in this position uh, from Houston. I I don't know, man. Uh, like, who's the bigger? If this is truly uh, Eli's last year, how many times have you seen a guy? Like everybody's like, hey, this is his last year, and then he plays another year. Uh, he lasts four to six games typically, so they have to draft Haskins here or whomever. Unless he, I don't know why he would get picked up before this spot. I don't think he would. But uh, if somebody, I if mean, somebody drafted up, you know, somebody got trigger happy and wanted to to draft up, or look, you throw in a wild card of the Raiders. Do they do they like Derek Carr? You know, do they go out to Haskins? Uh, with the Raiders, when you send your entire scout team home the week before the draft, that's never a good sign. So I guess it's going to be up to Gruden and the GM to draft this. Um, so, fuck, who knows? But on paper, right here at six, the Giants should take Haskins and call it a fucking day. Because um, to me, there's only three good quarterbacks in this in this draft. Maybe four if, if you're you know including that kid from Duke. But uh, you're looking at uh, Locke. Out of uh, Missouri, Haskins, and then I, you know, I'm not a fan of Kyler Murray, but we'll see what he does. He's obviously going one, so we'll see. Yeah, uh, that look that'll lead us to Jacksonville. I know I would have said originally that Jacksonville probably would have traded up to get Haskins had they not backed up the fucking truck for for Big Dick Nick. When has this ever worked? Like, let's let's go back in time. Uh, there was Brock Osweiler who left Denver to go to Houston. The great white hype. Yeah. Fucking ha- he had a great year in fucking Denver uh, after, he, after he stepped up and came in. Uh, 
fucking tanked. I don't. Does he even play football anymore? Where is he? Osweiler. Yeah, and I want to. I want to say he was in. Fuck, man, Miami or Houston or somewhere. I, I'm exactly who knows. exactly. So the and who was the guy? Uh, Matt Flynn from Green Bay. He had one great game, and fucking Seattle backed up the fucking truck for him. Yeah, like these these. It never fucking works. It never like I can't think of one instance where a guy was uh, uh, a standout backup in limited playing time for a year or two, and then he went to another team and just fucking became dynamically good. I've n- I don't ever remember that happening. So this is a fucking huge risk. It, what, what, it was something team. like $80 million and 50 guaranteed. Good for him um, for getting that fucking bag, son. But uh, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how that's... I, I mean, I guess, look, anything's an upgrade from Blake Bortles. But, <laughs> you know, you could have drafted a quarterback <laughs> here. To me... Haskins would have been your next Byron Leftwich. That's who I think Haskins reminds me of. And there's nothing wrong with that. That the, the Byron Leftwich can get you to the Super Bowl or get you goddamn close. Oh, yeah. They already have a good defense yeah, um, in Jacksonville. So uh, I, I would say this. So probably going with an offensive tackle here, probably like a Jawan Taylor from Florida. Um, you know, I think that's a good safe pick for them. If, if, if they end up doing it, you know, he's a kid – Right down the streets, he would fit in. Somebody's got a block for uh, Fournette and uh, and Foles. So I, 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 my, my, my guess is they start at, you know stocking up on the O line here, and they go with Jawan Taylor. Um, at number eight, we got the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, uh, they need a lot of help. Yeah, I was gonna say I think Detroit could draft Jesus right here, and it still wouldn't make a difference. And I'm not sure. We don't really have uh, a whole lot of documentation on how good of a football player Jesus was, but I assume he was pretty good. I think he was pretty goddamn good. Um, yeah. You know. I mean, it, it's Jesus. Yeah, so. and it, look, he just rose again on Sunday. So um, That's right. Uh, every, all the football games are played on Sunday. So who knows? There it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, with the Detroit Lions, look, I, I don't know. You, you need a lot of help here. Montez Sweat uh, makes sense to me. Um fuck man maybe a tight end a tight end would make sense for jacksonville as well uh look that that hawkinson kid for iowa that tj hawkinson and and again this is this is craig deleski friend of the show this is his dream here that an iowa player is taking the top 10 i think he will go in the top 10 he's, he's the best tight end in the draft he's one of the best tight ends i've seen coming out of college um could go pretty high so i i wouldn't be surprised if maybe he sneaks into jacksonville as well um or Detroit, but uh, either way, Detroit needs a lot of help, you know, uh, defensive side of the ball as well. So, you know, they got some, they look, they got some pretty goddamn good talent on the offensive side of the ball up there in Detroit. I've always been a fan of Matthew Stafford, me personally. Yeah, he looks like uh, like Haley Joel Osmond a little bit, which is not great, but he's consistent as fuck, man. I mean, he's he puts up numbers every year. Yeah, I just that that team is not consistent, and I don't think it's his fault. And you know, no, there there was some backlash from some Detroit fans when they backed up the truck for him. No, he's a great quarterback, man. He'd be a great quarterback on any other team. He just happens to play for Detroit, which sucks. Um, but now, you know, you're, you're loading up with, I think Kenny Galladay looks like he could become a superstar. Maybe you throw a Hawkinson in there at tight end. Um, and then, you know, that, that kid in the backfield last year, 
uh, God damn it, he was really good his rookie year. So there's a lot of promise out of the the, the Detroit Lions off the offensive side of the ball. Do you add a Hawkinson? Do you get a guy on defense? I'm not really sure, but that you can kind of flip flop that with eight and nine for the Buffalo Bills. You know, the Buffalo Bills need a lot of help as well, and you know, with uh, the the 90 year old Frank Gore pickup they have backing up the 85 year old uh, Shady McCoy there. Fuck, you need some, yeah. You need that some was help. actually that was a spot that was a sponsorship deal with AARP. And uh, they're getting so basically their uh, salaries are being offset by AARP, so it makes sense in the short term. That's not that's not true. Uh, those guys are old as fuck. <laughs> it should um, be true. It fucking should be true. I mean, look, when you're running backs to the combined age of of like eighty, it's never a good thing. Uh, Buffalo needs a lot no, of help. McCoy, I actually McCoy's, like Josh Allen, their quarterback, though, man. I I I, that, I think that kid is a fucking gamer. Yeah, I like him too. Uh, and and I don't know, man. Uh, Frank Gore actually rushed for seven hundred twenty-two yards. I know. Last year. Look, death taxes and Frank Gore is what Matthew or yeah Matthew Barry always says, and it's just like, yeah. I, I look, I believe it. When the apocalypse <laughs> happens, it'll be Frank Gore and Keith Richards left. That'll be the, the <laughs> he had zero he had zero touchdowns. How do you rush for seven hundred yards and have no touchdowns? You know, he was in. I think he was in Miami last year. Um, they had that yeah, they had that Drake kid. He was pretty good. So I don't know. Uh, or fuck. Where or was did, did Gore end up going back to Indianapolis? Uh, I don't think so. But he was there for three yeah, years. Fuck. It, who knows, man? He's been everywhere. But uh, look, he keeps doing it. So as much as we keep shitting on him, I, I would kill to have that career if I was an NFL player. Um, but yeah, I, I, look, the Bills could take Rashawn Gary here on defense. Uh, they could take Hawkinson. They need a lot of help. Ten is where things get squirrely here. We got the Denver Broncos in at ten, and yeah, you've got a you've got a the- actually a couple of people have a theory about this pick. I do in particular. I think they draft Drew Locke, and I know what you're saying. Hey, man, they just picked up Flacco. There's no fucking way they do this. Elway, man, loves quarterbacks that are like himself, strong armed quarterbacks like himself. Yeah. And um, it would not surprise me if, if he drafted Drew Locke. If the Flacco option was a plug-and-play for the year, and, uh, and then they're, they're grooming this kid to be, to be the next superstar. Does Denver need some other help? Yes, they do. Um, they could use a big play receiver, you know, now that uh, Emmanuel Sanders got hurt at the end of the year. They traded Demarius Thomas. Uh, you know, you could go, you could go with a receiver here. Their defense is still their defense. Denver's still got a great defense. Um, I, I, for whatever reason, man, I just I think Elway just cheese dicks himself here and goes with Drew Locke. What do you think? Oh God! I mean, honestly, I don't know if there's uh... CBS has them taking Devin Bush from Michigan, which they, was, is what they Rashawn. probably should do. <laughs> yeah, or 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 Rashawn, Rashawn Gary, Gary Michigan, yeah, either one of those yeah. picks. Um, but I can see it. I can totally see Elway doing that shit. Um, he like Osweiler was a great system quarterback in Denver. Like he was, it was it, it worked, and Denver was perfectly fine letting him go because they wanted to fucking Elway Elway it up. They wanted to go full Elway. Uh, that was a huge mistake for both parties, for Osweiler and for Denver. 
And uh, I can see it happen again. I wouldn't surprise me in any way because honestly, Locke is an end of first round, beginning of second round level pick. But I can totally see him being the tenth pick in the draft because Elway's a fucking knucklehead. Yeah, again, that's just pure gut on that one. Um, I think the over under on my bookie uh, is ten and a half as far as like the draft picks go. And I look, I'd take the under. He's going to go in the top ten. Mark my words. Either that. If, if Denver doesn't get him, somebody will trade up and get him. There's not a lot of QBs in this draft, and uh, that's, that's just my guess here. That's my gut feeling. Uh, at 11, we got the Bungles. Man, they need to rebuild. Um, they declined to give an extension to Andy Dalton, which I think is a smart move. It's, it, look, he's been unbelievably average forever. It's time to move on from, from him. Uh, A.J. Green, who I love, man, one of the greatest receivers in the game, is getting older, unfortunately. Uh, their running back situation is it's, – it's that kid who knocked out that girl, Joe Mixon. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got G- Giovanni Bernard. I just I, – I think you need a fresh start here. If somehow, if some – by some miracle, uh, the Giants don't take Haskins and he, he falls to 11, I think the Bengals take him. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they have uh, Dunlap, Atkins, and uh, on their defensive line already, so it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I wonder, like, from a strategy standpoint, let's say you have some holes on offense, but you're one piece away from having a legit, like, great defensive line, like one piece away from completing a unit. Do you take that piece and complete that unit and then deal with your other holes later? Like let that complete unit work together for a little while while you address these other issues, or do you take the best available player at the the weakest position you have? There's a lot of different fucking attitudes towards this in the GM world these days. I mean, it used to be like you would get hammered in the media if you didn't take the best player available in the draft, no matter what your needs were as a team. Maybe 15 years ago that was the case. Now it's like a fucking free-for-all. Yeah, man, and look, you know, at this at, at this pick, there's going to be a lot of great players on the board, so it just depends on what you want. Again, if Haskins is sitting there, you take the Ohio kid and start your team and and uh, and build some excitement in that city. If not, man, there's there's a lot of good talent there. You know, maybe Devin Bush is still on the board if if Elway ends up fucking this up. Uh, you know, Montez Sweat will still be on the board. Um, there's a, there's a, you'll, you'll have a lot of options there, but I, I have a feeling there's going to be so many trades that all of this is begin, you know, going to become a moot point probably around pick two, three, somewhere in there where you're just like, all right, Jesus Christ, now it's bulls on parade. Um, and, and it's, it's going to get dicey here. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the interesting part to me. Like a couple of things happen in the top 10 and it fucks everybody's strategy up. Uh, so at that point, uh, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, you you right? really don't. Um, you know, we we can give our our best speculation, but you don't know because what we view as needs, the teams don't probably view as needs, and what we view as fans, um, the GMs don't give a shit about the fans. So it's you know because like you look at pick twelve, right? Aaron Rodgers, you back up the truck for Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be your your starting quarterback for the, the foreseeable future. They're not doing anything with him. He's still great in my opinion. Uh, do you get him a Noah Font then at, at tight end, uh, knowing that Jimmy Graham is in his 30s? Mercedes Lewis is, 
you know, both of them fucking deep in their 30s here at this point. Jimmy Graham looked like shit last year. And this Noah Font kid could be a special tight end for a long time. So, Yeah, it could. And, uh, you know, they've got Devonta Adams there who's 26, and he's coming off 100 reception, 1,400-yard, fucking 13-touchdown season. He had a great year last year. Uh, you know, one more piece, maybe, uh, you know – like that that's the question do you do you go get uh do you get a piece on the ground cuz their run game i mean that's been the case in even though Aaron Jones had like 730ish yards uh last year i wouldn't say that he's a guy that you can fucking lean on you know what i mean no um and they 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 kind of have a split backfield with uh, Jamal Williams anyways but Who's the bigger impact player at that point? Somebody that Aaron Rodgers can hand the ball to or somebody they can throw the ball to? I think everybody knows the answer to that question. Yeah, and, and look, we all know the, the other answer uh, that's going to happen midway through the season. They'll bring back James Starks. And <laughs> yeah. For the 48th season in a row and let him back I there. think he's, he's, he's currently <laughs> working at that uh, – at that uh, car wash where Marvin Williams killed those people. Oh, boy. So it all ties in. Oh, uh, Marvin know, Harrison? So. Yeah, Wait, Marvin Harrison. Yeah, Marvin Harrison. For the, for the Colts. Didn't, uh, didn't that guy Ray Carruth killed? Wasn't that at a car wash as well? You know, I don't know. He, had, he actually had his wife killed. Um, I, don't, I don't know where she – he's yeah. out. Ray Carruth is out, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if he's going to make a comeback. No. No, he definitely will not make a comeback. <laughs> we should start a let's start a league like fuck this XFL and AAF bullshit. Let's start a league from all the guys who have been permanently banned from the NFL for one reason or another. Like uh it's it's Ray Carruth, it's Michael Vick after the dog yeah. thing. Let's just let's start with that. It's the racist. What's his name? Richie Incognito. The guy. That- <laughs> I love Richie. Richie Incognito. You bring him over. Uh, you bring. Uh, look. Let, let OJ have the ball at the goal line. Oh yeah. I think Give OJ, OJ could still get in from line. the one. Um, that's just my opinion. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, man. you have Marvin Harrison who killed, he murdered that guy at a car wash, and then th- that got covered up great. Whoever his friends are are true fucking homies, man. And that's a that's a beautiful thing that nobody ever talks about. Uh, at yeah. 13, this is your boy, dude. Um, I think this is – if the Dolphins don't draft up and get a quarterback, I think, you know, because off air, you had said you were a big fan of, uh, of Cleland Farrell from Clemson. And I agree with you, man. Uh, those Clemson kids look great. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of Christian Wilkins, too, and I hopefully he falls to the Falcons at his next pick at, at 14. But – uh, I, look, I, I think Dabo is probably the best coach in college football right now. Um, and if you're looking at players who are well-rounded individuals, uh, you, I, for my money, man, you go with these Clemson kids. I, look, I was surprised at the number of Michigan kids in this defensive uh, front in this draft here. I, you know, they get steamrolled by Ohio State. Ohio State dropped, what, 62 on them? Um, I'm surprised yeah. how many fucking Michigan players, defensive players, will probably go in this first round. Uh, with Clemson, though, yeah. I'm not surprised at all. That was that was the greatest goddamn defense of all time. Um, one of them, besides that Miami Hurricanes team. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if look if the Dolphins don't trade up. I, I would say your your boy Cleveland might go here at 13, and then maybe Christian Wilkins at 14 to the Falcons, which we would be so lucky. Um, I would be amped about that move. Um, but uh, yeah. I think some Clemson kids go here, but man, again, at this deep in the draft, look, the Falcons aren't trading up. I don't see that happening. I, I, I would see the Dolphins trading up, though. 
or, or getting Rosen there and getting out of that pick, calling it a day, Josh Rosen. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, uh, uh, McShay's got Drew Locke going to Miami. But if I, he's I, still I'm on the board, on board I, I, if he's still on the board, I agree with that. But I think Elway is going to sink his big fucking teeth into him, dude. Those horse teeth. Yeah, I mean, CBS has uh, Elway taking him at 32. But I don't know. I mean, because of Elway's uh, ego, I think, and we, we, you and I have discussed this offline, I think he takes that, that number 10 pick and, and uses it on lock, which means uh, when you get to the Dolphins, are, are they looking for another quarterback? Is that what the – like, who's the next best quarterback? It's probably that kid from Duke, Probably the right? kid from Duke. That's way too high to get him. I think he'll be there in the second round. If I'm the Dolphins, um, again, I go, I go with one of these Clemson kids uh, from, from the defense – and call it a day. Ride with Fitzpatrick for the year, knowing you're not going to be a Super Bowl contender anyways, um, and just let the magic happen, and then uh, start develop your defense, and then hopefully try to get a Tua or somebody like that next year in the draft. Yeah. Um, or you can, you know, I mean, they could also, like you said, be in line to get that, to get Rosen. I mean, I don't know what you would trade for him at this point. He's, he's a year away from being uh, a number one draft pick, um, or a first-round draft pick. So how, I, I don't know what the value of that would be. I don't, I don't think the Dolphins could afford to trade their 13th, their first-round draft pick on Rosen. So it had to be something if, else. If all the, but here's uh, the thing. If all the quarterbacks are gone, right? Let's say the top three quarterbacks are gone. Let's say Elway does take Locke. Um, and let's say Elway is, you've seen him eating an apple through a chain-link fence, right? With his teeth. <laughs> um, because that, that happens all the time. <laughs> um, I think giving oh, up your 13th pick for Rosen isn't, isn't a bad idea here. If you're, you know, looking for the future, 13 is, 13 is fine, but it's, uh, you know, I, I, I would say he's worth a 13. I, I would say he's worth a 13. Okay. So let's, let's, Let's walk that through to completion then. So just a thought experiment. Uh, Arizona takes Kyler Murray first overall, and they still end up picking up Christian Williamson or Christian Wilkins as at defensive tackle. Is he is Bosa that much better than Wilkins? Uh, and is he better than Wilkins plus? So here's the equation. Does Rosen outweigh Wilkins plus Kyler Murray? Probably no. not. Or what, yeah. Rosen plus Bosa. Yeah, I, I say no. If, you, if you're able to pull that off, if you're Arizona, I think that would be a dream in your best case scenario. Um, man, that that would that would bring a lot of sex to that team real quick in Arizona. And even I, if I was you know in the Phoenix area, I'd be going to get tickets to see that just to see that spectacle. Yeah, um, that would be two great pickups if they're able to do something like that. I don't know. Yeah. If they could do that, get either one of those Clemson kids uh, uh, at at thirteen, or you know, one of the other standout defensive guys um, like uh, like Brian Burns or, or one of those guys, or Rashawn Gary, if they were to if they were able to pick up Murray plus get the defensive help they need, uh, you got to consider Arizona the winners of this draft, no matter what else happens. Yeah, yeah, but we'll see. Um, another trade possibility is sitting here at fifteen with uh, the Redskins. You know, I could see Rosen on the Redskins. Uh, a lot of people are, are thinking QB for the Redskins here. I don't. I, again, I, I don't think any of these top three guys are left on the board unless they trade up, um, or yeah. they trade with with uh, Arizona for Rosen. So we'll see. Otherwise, you're you're probably looking at a, you know, 
a Brian Burns, but let's face it, Washington doesn't ever stay silent. So, uh, you know, you're looking at a, yeah, man, I, you know, you might, you also need some receiver help now that, that Deshaun Jackson's gone. Uh, well, he's, he's, yeah, he's been gone Marquise for a couple Brown years. Brown from Oklahoma's on the board here. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, uh, so they've got Keenum over there. I don't know if he's a long-term solution to Washington, but he can hold the fort down while they build the rest of the team probably, right? Because next year and the year after are probably going to be better quarterback. Like the year after. So next year, there's a couple of good QBs coming out. The year after that, Trevor Lawrence from Clemson is going to be coming out. Well, good good uh, luck with that because you're going to need the first pick in the draft to get Trevor Lawrence. So you're going to have to throw absolutely. your entire yeah. season to get that kid. That kid's magic. Well, luckily for the Redskins, they're, they usually just – you know, coincidentally get them halfway to being the worst team in the NFL. So it's not that much of a stretch to get them the rest of the way. True, there. true, uh, very true. I, I could also see the, the Redskins. Uh, I mean, I was talking about Deshaun Jackson. I, I, I've the the shuffleboard full of receivers there. Jamison Crowder, fucking Terrell Pryor. Uh, all these fucking guys have been shuffling in and out of years uh, for Washington. I, I, I also wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, reach for a, a Marquise Brown out of Oklahoma or a DK Metcalf. Uh, me personally, I would go with Metcalf as the top receiver. He, he's a physical freak, and it's boom or bust with that guy, but uh, Marquise Brown is 5'9". I, I just don't put any faith into a 5'9 receiver at all. And, um, yeah. man, in the especially a guy that played in Oklahoma. I mean, that whole conference is like they don't play. No one's ever played no. defense. I, that's why. Look, that, I, that's why I didn't think uh, Homeboy would translate either. I thought he was too small, and uh, they don't play any defense. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. You know, we'll see what happens to them um, in this uh, in this next coming year to see if he's got a sophomore slump or not. Um, we're not going to be talking about the Browns in the first round because they don't have a pick. And let's face it, uh, with all the moves they made, that's the sexiest team in the league this year, anyway. So. Uh, what do they have? Yeah. Four prime time games. The schedule just came out. Man, yeah, I think so. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I almost look. I, I, I'm rooting for them. I almost hope Baker Mayfield doesn't have that slump. But they have no picks in this, so there's not going to be any fuckery afoot. I don't think. And I don't know how they trade back into the first round either way. Um, I don't think they would want to. I at don't this point. You got to give that team. They've assemb- you have to give that team. They assembled another a year to fucking try. Before you start fucking around with stuff, yeah. I think. I mean, if you're if you're able to pick up like a great defensive player or something like that, obviously you do it. But I mean, it's it's probably not going to happen. You you don't want to fucking disrupt the chemistry of what they put together right now. I don't think. No, I, I don't either. Um, and then at 16 here, we got the Carolina Panthers. I, I think the Panthers have to go offensive tackle. Um, somebody's got to protect Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey's fucking baller i mean that guy's incredible you want to talk about a fantasy stud he, he seriously dude he might be the best two-way fucking running back i've ever seen i hope he continues it man he was fun as shit to watch but they need they need a little help on the offensive line i think they go with somebody like a, like a, an andre dillard here out of washington state perhaps um there's jonah williams from alabama too. yeah man really I, exactly jonah williams would be great um so e- either one of those, man, w- would be fine for Carolina. Uh, and then I think, you know, at 17 with the New York Giants, it's the same thing, man. You, you got to have somebody protecting Barkley. Um, and Eli Manning got just absolutely crushed last year. The scary thing is so you, you got to go offensive line here if you're, if you're the Giants, right? So if you go Haskins at, at, at set, you know, seven or six or whatever it is, and then you go at 17, 
Uh, you get an offensive, uh, you, you get an O line to protect Barkley because Barkley did all of that magic last year without with the worst line in the league. Imagine that yep. kid with a great line. Holy shit! Like literally, that that's not hyperbole. By the way, the Giants had statistically the worst line in the yeah. league, and and Saquon Barkley still set. He still had over two thousand yards from scrimmage. So. Congratulations, young man. You're in the worst possible situation right now, but you're still yeah. Coming. And I, you know, part of me wonders, like, do, do the Giants try to make a big splash since they lost OBJ, and, and the fans are pissed off, or maybe try to go with uh, Marquise Brown or DK Metcalf here to go with Haskins? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but I, I think they they should shore up the the offensive line. N- neither of these top two receivers to me are sexy enough that I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I want to make this a franchise guy. DK Metcalf is a physical freak, but I, I, I don't know. He's boomer bust. Marquise Brown, too small. Don't take the risk. If, if I'm the Giants, I go with O-line. And then same at 18 with uh, Minnesota. I think Minnesota's team is, is just fine. I think they're going to be great next year. I was high on them last year. I think uh, Homeboy just needed one, one year in that system, Kirk Cousins. I believe in Kirk Cousins. I think they need like a Cody Ford. Um, you know, offensive guard here out of Oklahoma. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be a great choice there. I think that's that's probably. I mean, they're pretty good at the skill positions, right? I mean, it's I don't I don't know what else you could add without uh, you know disrupting things. They they've got some serious like Kirk Cousins is a fucking good quarterback. Uh, Dalvin Cook is a good running back. I mean, you, I'm sure you could improve on the receivers, him, dude. But, you, you got uh, feeling. Yeah, I don't. Thielen and Diggs. Thielen and Diggs are great. Each of them had a thousand yards last year, so over a thousand. So what do you? Unless you, you, and I don't know. Unless you, I mean, even their tight end had fucking seven hundred yards. I I don't know if uh, I don't know if there's something other than a a, like a true standout running back that you could add to the offense uh, for for skill position players that would really make that big of a difference. I think you got to get Kirk Cousins a little protection and beef up that defense. Uh, as, mu- as much as you can. Kirk Cousins, by the way, 3-1 to one touchdown to interception ratio last year. So it's not like he fucking had a bad year. He, he had a 100 rating. They just didn't fucking support him. That's that's what happened. So for all you, uh, like I, we know a lot of Minnesota fans. Our good friend Marty Scovland, uh, if you couldn't tell with his dumbass Scandinavian name, is a total Minnesota homer. Uh, Jack Mandeville is from Minnesota. We have a lot of friends up there that are big football fans. Um None of them that I know are down on Kirk Cousins. I haven't really paid attention to to the sports group on uh, Drinking Bro Sports to see how they feel, how their homers feel about it. But I, you got to feel good about having Kirk Cousins as your quarterback, man. I mean, statistically speaking, he's a top five quarterback in the league last year, even though they didn't really perform as a team up to expectations. I don't think any of it was his fault. I, I, I don't either to a certain degree. I think he could get the ball out of his hands a little faster, but that's that's maybe, you know, if I'm griping, that's that's maybe about it. Him and Thielen got into something the last three or four games of the year. Um well, they were just off the mark, and, and I, I don't know what it was. Uh, I know Kirk Cousins blamed Thielen for uh, not getting out of routes faster, and then I know Thielen yelled at him for not uh, throwing the ball faster and making you know quicker decisions. But that's just frustration that happens, yeah. man. I mean, if they had been winning games, none of that shit ever happens. Uh, the bigger issue that I see is that Kirk Cousins got sacked 40 fucking times yeah. last year. So I, they got to go uh, O-line. And you, there's... Yeah, big time. And there's a couple of ways that you can do that. You can draft a great running back or you can draft a great offensive lineman. I don't know if there's a great running back out there. 
uh, to draft. You know, there, there really with, with, at least it's, it's strange. There really isn't this year. I mean, because I, I, I think there's a lot of value picks you can get in the later rounds that you don't need to waste your your first round pick on a on a running back. I really don't. Because right now, just looking at you know, I'm, I'm going to peek on over here at ESPN's uh, top ranked running back. They've got Josh Jacobs. Um, and if you haven't yeah. heard of that name, it's because he wasn't a starter at Alabama. Um, he came on late, and he looked. Look, I will say this: when he came on late and played, he looked fucking fantastic. Could he be a superstar? Yes. We just did not see a lot of him. He didn't. He didn't play a lot at Alabama. Um, but yeah. to take him in the first round, that's kind of a reach. When you know, to me, there's some look. And this isn't a Homer thing whatsoever. So please don't take it as it. But uh, you've got you've got Mike Weber out of Ohio State, who's really goddamn good. Uh, Paris Campbell was really goddamn good out of there. Those two kids are coming out this year, and they'll be somewhere in the second round. I don't know where, but you can wait till the second round to get a great running back. Paris Campbell reminds me of uh, of kind of a, a McCaffrey, where he catches the ball, he runs the ball. Um, shit, man, he's great at slot. I, there's a lot of things you could do with that kid. Uh, and Mike, Mike Weber is just a fucking bruiser, man. So... To me, you can wait. You can wait on the Josh Jacobs. I don't know that that's necessary to take him in the first round. I'm with you. Shore up that O line and uh, and move yep. on with your business. Um, now we're getting into Tennessee. Tennessee, man. I I don't know. I, I don't know what to think of of this team. They made the playoffs the last two years, but they yep. need help on both sides of the ball. Little pieces on both sides of the ball. Do you go defense here? Do you go offense here? Um, you know, honestly, uh, you got to you got to think about it. Like, what's my best force multiplier? If I go out and get a receiver or a tight end, if if what's his nuts, the tight end is still in play at this point. Um, yeah, that's great. But if Mariota goes down, then that receiver and tight end become uh, null and void. They become yeah. like ex- yeah, they're they're accessory parts on a sports car that doesn't have an engine anymore. So. Uh, I, I say you got to go defense here. I think uh, McShay's got them taking DeAndre Baker, the quarterback from Georgia, who was fucking great, by yeah. the way. Uh, he he's man, he's such a good fucking player. I'm actually I wouldn't be surprised if somebody with a defensive need didn't pick him up earlier than this. But cornerbacks usually don't go that high in the draft. Um, but him or Byron Murphy from uh, that played at Washington was good. Um, and we'll see who the. I mean, you know, we still don't know how the what kind of trades are going to get made or who's going to make a crazy pick like fucking Elway doing some crazy bullshit. So who knows, maybe Rashawn Gary or one of the kids from, uh, I think that uh, based on how we've gone, that kid, the other kid from Clemson is still available right here. Uh, uh, Farrell. So who knows, man, there's a lot of good defensive. This is a very, very defensively heavy. Yeah. Draft. And look, I, I, I still like greedy Williams out of uh, that, that cornerback out of LSU, man. Um, he's young and yeah, long he's good and, too. uh, you know, he, he's on the board, uh, shit with, uh, you know, the Steelers could end up grabbing him at 20. They could go cornerback. They could also try to replace Antonio Brown and try to pick up, you know, Marquise Brown that way, you know, you can keep the same number and just keep the same name on the back of the Jersey and, and you know, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. That'll save him. That'll probably save him 50, 60 bucks. Over the course of the season, so that's super. Yeah, you uh, just gotta, you just yeah. gotta convince them to to go with Antonio Brown's old number, and you're good to go. But uh, yeah. you know, I, look, I think Greedy Williams is, would be a great pick here for the Steelers. They could go wide receiver here for the Steelers. Um, try to make up for Antonio Brown. Uh, I think at 21 here with the Seahawks. Now that they just traded Frank Clark, I think you've got to go Montez Sweat. I think that makes sense uh, out of Mississippi State. 
I think that would be a, a great pick there at 21. And he might still be there on the board. Uh, 22, you got Baltimore. Look, they're all in on uh, on Lamar Jackson. So Yeah, so you got to get somebody to keep him. I mean, he's... Uh We've seen these guys before. That style doesn't last long, and those guys eventually have to start learning how to pass from the pocket. And for a guy who, uh, and, and credit to him, he, he wasn't terrible passing from the pocket, but from a guy whose first instinct is a run, the only way you really combat that is by putting a great offensive line around him. Like a good offensive line is going to get you two to three seconds, like a, a three-step drop in a second and a half, a minute to read your fucking progressions and then throw the ball. You get two to three seconds right there. A great offensive line is going to give you four to five, and that seems like a fucking small difference, but it's huge. And if you can give a guy like that, and he's got a pretty good arm, if you give a guy like that that extra second or second and a half, he's going to start making good decisions. That's how you empower a young quarterback to move into more of an NFL-style play and he still has that run threat ability and he's not getting hurt all the goddamn time i think uh they got to go like a center guard uh some kind of tackle something here maybe um and the reason why i say maybe is for this if you're all in on lamar jackson and we're because we're all out of lamar jackson you and i are out of caring about him as a professional Uh, quarterback in this league congratulations he made he made it to the playoffs right if you're all in on them do you give him a receiver? That, that, like that, that just keeps sticking with me with this pick. It's, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, but is there a receiver good enough right there that's going to be a big enough impact uh, catching the ball instead of protecting uh, Jackson for the I, future? I don't, I, I don't know. That's a, good, that's a great question. I don't think so, but you know, look, the, the beauty is in the eye of, of the butthole, and you know, the butthole is obviously Baltimore. AKA Charm yes. City is what they call it. Maybe they bring in Hollywood Brown, and it's like, dude, with Marquise Brown and uh, fucking Lamar Jackson, I, that would put asses in seats for sure. Um, and it and it gives yep. it gives them a, a burner, uh, you know. For look, for him being five nine, he's fast as shit. He's probably the fastest wide receiver in this draft. Does it give him a burner? Does it give him, you know? Uh, more time to chuck up a deep ball and let this kid go chase it. I, it that's the only that's the only question I have here at Baltimore at twenty two is is since you're all in on Lamar, do you get him a, a big play threat? Because they didn't they didn't pick up anybody sexy in the off season for him um, to throw to. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, either way, though, uh, this is where things start to get real real interesting because the trades will shake out. Um, usually in these later picks, you're not going to have in the later picks in the first round, you're not going to have as many trades. I look at Houston here at 23. The only thing I can think of is, is, is offensive tackle at this point. They've got to protect Deshaun Watson. I had Deshaun Watson on my fantasy football team last year. I think Deshaun Watson is, is great. I think he can still be great. I think he got hit way, way too much last year, man. He was getting sacked left and right. I think a Greg little from Mississippi makes sense here. Um, but it, yeah, I, either whoever's left on the board, uh, offensive, uh, tackle wise, I, I think they've got to shore that up and that's what they do. I don't think they do anything sexy here other than that. Do you? Uh, no, I think it's too risky to do anything sexy right here. And there's not a, there's not a good enough player at that at a skill position to really warrant taking a big risk. 
Yeah, and you know the next pick is is uh, twenty four at the Raiders. Now here's where I think they take a risk. They take a big risk, um, and they'll probably because look, Marshawn Lynch is on his last fucking legs. I don't even know if he's oh, even yeah. playing big this time. year. Um, here's where they probably take a Josh Jacobs. Right, they, they they've got to have a running yeah, back maybe. There. Or that kid from Penn State. Uh, he's a yeah. He's he's not bad. Um, you know, I don't know if I don't I don't know if he's going to make it in the NFL long term. He may be a backup for his whole career, but he's not the worst. Uh, he kind of got overshadowed by McSorley in Penn State, but he when he ran, he ran the ball pretty well. Uh, but again, the NFL is not no. college. Uh, no, I, and I I would put more like, trust in a yeah. Josh Jacobs or a, a Weber if you're going running back here for the Raiders. Uh, which I look, yeah. I think they need. Um, Raiders have a lot of fucking needs, though. Uh, well, you got Antonio Brown. Um, I, I think Carr could be a decent quarterback, but we'll see. We'll find out. Uh, the Eagles in at twenty five. Uh, look, they got they they picked up Deshaun Jackson in the offseason. Um, I, I I could see them going defense, maybe safety here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, McShay's got him taking Jeffrey Simmons from Mississippi State. I don't think we saw him play um, in uh, in uh, last year, but I mm, don't know. Uh, McShay's write-up here says that Jeffrey Simmons could be could essentially redshirt 2019. Like the Eagles would draft him and he would play behind Tim Jer- Jernigan. I don't know, man. Uh, if you're going to draft a guy in the first round, you need to put him on the field probably, right? Unless he's a... Yeah, I mean, look, the, the problem with Jeffrey Simmons is this. He tore his ACL in February when he was training for the draft. And yeah. so you're going you're gonna to have to wait until next year anyways. You know, usually that's a – now they've got it down to like a six- to eight-month injury. You're not going to throw him in in the playoffs. And I, and I think the Eagles are definitely a playoff team uh, with a healthy Carson Wentz unless he gets hurt again. Um, right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, can you afford to use your draft pick on a guy that's not going to be an impact? I this don't year? think you can if you're the Eagles, because I, I genuinely think the Eagles out of the NFC are, are still competing for a Super Bowl. I really do. And, and I think that would be a waste, a wasted yeah. pick. They, they have a great fucking defense. I mean, shit. They, they have one of the best defensive players in the league. Oh, yeah. I look, and, and I think, I, I just don't think you wait. I think the time is now in Philadelphia. You already won one two years ago. Um, you have pretty much the same nucleus, except for Big Dick Nick is out the door, obviously. Uh, I think you bring in a, like a Jonathan Abram here out of Mississippi State, a, a safety or something. I, their defensive line is sick. Uh, yeah, I, I, just, I, I don't think you waste that pick. I don't, I don't agree with Todd McShay on that one. I think the Eagles still go for the, for the title. Uh, pick 26 is the is the the Indianapolis Colts Marvin Harrison's car wash Marvin Harrison's car wash <laughs> um, I do you think they sit around and, and say hey how likely is this guy to murder somebody <laughs> like one out of five he he's and one being the the highest propensity to murder somebody and they're like you know what we can't take a one, but a two is all right. He's probably going to murder somebody at some point, but as long as we can get three years, because that's the average NFL career is yeah. three years. If you can get three years out of it, and you got your money's worth, then he murders somebody, and you get pressed. Nah, you're, you're good on that. I, I, don't, I, I never saw Marvin Harrison being a, a murderer, but uh, he's, it turns out he's just like an OG gangster, man. Like He's that guy from back in the day yeah. who was just like, look, 
Cookouts at my house. You know the fucking rules. If you break the rules, I kill you. And nobody snitches. Yes. Nobody snitches. And yep. uh, nobody snitched. Got away with murder. And it's awesome. Like, I, I approve of, the, of shit like that. Um, yeah. He's that kind of guy that says, I've got $10,000 for anyone who didn't see yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and with that being said, the, the Colts, to me, were one of the biggest surprises of all of last year. Um, I wasn't surprised by Cleveland's. Certainly wasn't surprised by Kansas City and the Rams, but the Colts were, man. I never saw Andrew Luck bouncing back like this. And, uh, you know, now with the health of, of Luck, do you go defense? Do you go with a Dexter Lawrence? I mean, you could pretty much draft I mean, anybody maybe, yeah. from Clemson's defense and be fine in this draft. In this first round. Yeah, I mean, Kuiper, Kuiper and McShay have uh, Farrell and Lawrence from, from – uh, from Clemson still available at this point. So shit. Yeah. Man. And plus don't forget that there's uh Mr. Sue is out there as a free agent still for so far as I could tell, like he's, he's still available and he had just as good a season last year as he's had the last two years. Um, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, kind <laughs> I don't of know how much yeah, people are willing to deal with that. And you're going to pay, you're going to pay more for him probably than you would for one of these rookie contracts, I guess. But, uh, I don't know, man, like you said, there's still, there's still a lot of defense available here. What excites you more for Indianapolis? Seeing uh, somebody like DK Metcalf getting f- sixty-yard passes Ooh. thrown to him from Andrew Luck or another defensive piece? I, did, I you know look because I mean? I'm I'm not I'm not sure what to think about DK Metcalf. He's a, again physical freak, boomer bust. But if he's going to boom, who better to do it with than Andrew Luck, man? Who's accurate? Uh, yeah. He'll feed him the ball, and with that big body, man, going downfield. You mix that in with the with the with T. Y. Hilton, um, yeah, that's no a shit. fucking problem, dude. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I would, I'd love, I'd love to, I'd see love to see it. I just, I don't know team. if if he'll be on the board. Then uh, I don't know if it's possible for the Colts here. I don't <laughs> think DK Metcalf will be on the board at twenty six. We'll see. If he's not, I say they probably go with a uh, defensive guy at that point. Yeah, um, and there's going to be plenty available. I mean, again. Farrell is available. Lawrence is available. Uh, Greedy Williams is still on the board, uh, unless somebody picks him up earlier. So there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, going on yeah. And then uh, you know you got the Raiders again for their their 58th pick in the first round. Um, you know I think if 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 their running back isn't on the board, they go defense up there. Maybe a cornerback uh, at that other pick. It's uh, 24. And then if not, try to pick up uh, your running back then if, if, if they want Weber then. Um, as I got, I got Weber at number two on my running back board. Um, there's a lot of options. When you have four picks in the first round, which is a record, I think, uh, you have a lot of goddamn options. It also wouldn't surprise me to see him trade some of these picks either. Um, but you need a lot of help in, in Oakland. And uh, the good news is this. If you're looking to replace Khalil Mack and all those guys, uh, there's no better spot to do it than with four, four picks in the first round with all of this talent coming out of fucking Clemson. You could, you could take any one of those guys and be fine, uh, to be honest with you. Yep. Um, the, the 28th pick is tough, man, with the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers can't seem to, to, to put it together enough to win a Super Bowl to even get to one. I don't know that Phillip Rivers will ever get one. Therefore, I don't really know what they need. It's hard looking at their team from year to year. They surprise me every year. Every year I shit on them. Every year they make the playoffs. Every year Phillip Rivers pulls something out of his ass. They get to the first or second round. Man, they got housed in the first round last year, didn't they? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh he's uh yeah, he's not great in the uh in the playoffs. Uh he's really good at at making kids. Great at that. Great at making kids. He's got you know yeah. six or seven of those. So, I, I'd say look No, he's got nine. He's got he's got uh, nine. Does he really nine children? Jesus yes. Christ. Well look, he can afford him. He's he's rich enough, so good for him. I yeah, say if you're the shit. Chargers here and you got house, what was it, New England that beat them thirty five to zero in the first quarter or something crazy last year in the playoffs? Yeah, it was stupid. That that game was over as soon as the yeah, ball was snapped. You're probably looking at some defensive help, uh probably some cornerbacks. <laughs> So my 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 guess yeah. is if uh, if a greedy Williams is still there or somebody like that, um, you know, even a Rakia Sin, who's got my favorite name in the draft this year at a Temple, maybe yeah. maybe do that at cornerback uh, or Deion, look if DeAndre Baker is yeah. still there, great, um, out of yeah. Georgia, if he's magically still there, take him, but that's probably where they're going with that. Twenty nine is now swapped out, so uh, Kansas City is out of the 29th pick. Yeah, Seattle's definitely going to take a defensive yeah, player I, right here. You yeah, they're going to gonna, they're gonna reload that defense. Um, and again, man, maybe, maybe look, there's a ton of great defensive players left. Uh, if Devin Bush is still left, I fuck it, there, 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 there's a, a bevy of options out there depending upon trades and what all happens. But this, this, this draft is loaded with defensive talents. So Seattle will have no problem replacing... Uh, their defense this year because it, it's so deep, man, defensively. And um, and with exciting yeah. players. It's not just, you know, boring fucking dudes you've never heard of. Like, all of these guys are great. You know, all of these kids from Clemson are great. Uh, these, those kids from Michigan, man. They, Michigan had the number one ranked defense uh, of the year up until the last couple games. Um, Alabama. I mean, look, there, there's a lot of picks here, man. Um, you know, and I think at 30... You, you know, with uh, Clay Matthews gone, you probably go for for uh, it's the Green Bay Packers. You probably go linebacker to to try to replace them. You know, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It definitely makes sense. And uh, like you said, it's this is the man. Usually, the top ten, you see a mixture. Like if there's some standout quarterbacks or running backs or wide receivers, you'll see them picked. But it's like offensive linemen and defensive linemen and sometimes linebackers are usually they they but this time it's all the way up and down the fucking draft board there's so much defense i mean clemson had literally one of the best defenses in college history and uh three of their guys three of their fucking best players are available in this draft it's fucking crazy i've never seen anything like this no me neither um it'll be fun to see where these kids go and uh i would imagine they're all gonna be sitting together on draft night so It'll be uh, a lot of the samesies out of the, out of the college football. You'll see a lot of Clemson, Alabama, and probably Ohio State here in this first round. Uh, that'll bring us yep. to uh, 31, which is the Rams. Uh, the Rams, man, I, look, shit. They could have won the Super Bowl last year. Um, the Rams already have a great defense. Um, shit, they've got a great offense, too. I mean, that's why they're picking 31st. Uh I don't know what the holes on that team are, to be honest. You know, I guess if 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 Suh is gone, you may be looking at a defensive tackle, uh, somebody like a Jerry Tillery, um, or you know, on the offensive side of the ball. I think the only thing they need is a center, maybe. Um, so I don't, I don't know, man. I, again, when your team is so good that you should have won the Super Bowl, and you're drafting here at 31, it's hard. It's hard to say yeah. what you need because I mean, look, you got Jared Goff. You got Gurley. Um, 
you know, your receivers are are set. Your defense is great. They're they're just a couple pieces. Sh- I, look, they should have won the fucking Super Bowl last year, uh, or the Saints yeah. actually. But um, you know, that that awful play call cost them that Rams game. But uh, you know, you need look. They're probably looking for a center or, or somebody to replace uh, Andamikan So what it is, what it is, man. It's not going to be a sexy pick down here. It is. Well, maybe it could be though. If like if Noah Noah Font from Iowa is still available at that point, and Kuiper has him going at thirty to Green Bay, um, I think Green Bay is going to use their earlier pick to take the other tight end. If so yeah, if, if Hawkinson uh, is gone, that, I think so. Yeah, yeah. If that's the case, if Hawkinson's gone already and Green Bay's got pick thirty, then uh, you know maybe the Rams take Font right there because they don't really have a huge uh, tight end game and that and that. I don't know how much of a needle mover that would be for them. Maybe they have other holes they want to address, but that would be an exciting pick to me to see them add even more to that already really good offense. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, and at 32, snooze fest, New England Patriots. Here's what happens every year for the Patriots. They usually have the 32nd pick because they look, they win the fucking Super Bowl. I'm not hating on them whatsoever, right? Uh, they're just not fun to watch. With that being said, they usually trade this fucking pick. Every year I feel like they trade this pick for like four more picks. Um and they, they always trade yeah. back. Or a or a fucking or an older linebacker. <laughs> yeah. One of those two things. Yeah. So it would not surprise me to see the Patriots trade this pick and uh and, and just go back. Maybe to somebody who needs a quarterback or a running back, you know, they'll they'll trade this pick to there. Because other other than that, what do they need with the thirty second pick? Uh they've been able to do it with no name players for years and years and years. You know, they'll. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have, but now we're coming to a situation where Tom Brady's got. I mean, he wants to play three more right. years, I think. Um, whether or not that's realistic is debatable, but what for sure needs to happen at some point, just in case, is they have to have uh, somebody to step in there. I don't know if Brian Hoyer is the. He's no, 37 years he's, old. That's the only he's other He's definitely quarterback. not the answer. That's the only. Uh, yeah, he he's the only other quarterback they have on the roster right now. So, uh Kuiper is like god damn. Like for all the good stuff Kuiper does, he he gets obsessed about certain players. He loves this Daniel Jones kid from Duke. Um I know. And you know, who who am I to tell Mel Kuiper he's wrong? I don't know if he's wrong or not. I haven't seen the guy play I, enough, I have living I in North Carolina. I look, Duke and North Carolina games are always on all the time. So, you know, I checked him out. Yeah. He's not bad. I, it's just, it's a small, for, for, to me, you know, when you play on, on Duke, who look, let's face it, you're not, you're not expecting much out of Duke football. It's, it's a tough call, man, because you're not really playing anybody, you know, besides Clemson in, in your conference. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of, of Daniel Jones. Like Kyler Murray played against some big-time teams, uh, Haskins, big-time teams. Look, Drew Locke, man, you're playing in the SEC. You're playing against big-time defenses. I don't know about the quarterback from yeah. Duke. He could be great. He could be. And if and if you're like, – let's say you're the Patriots. And, and again, somebody, some team needs a quarterback. Maybe somebody sneaks in and grabs grabs that Daniel Jones kids here at the end of this draft. So I don't know that – I don't think the Patriots take a, a quarterback in the first round. Um, look, Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick and those guys are messiahs of – you know, finding a placeholder yeah. who played for North Dakota State, who they can turn into a slot receiver or you know a running back or whatever the fuck it is they do there, that is successful from year in and year out. Um, 
I, I, I just, I have a feeling they trade, they trade out of this the same as they always do. And, uh, and then somebody else maybe comes in and takes that Daniel Jones kid. Yeah, I th- you're probably right about that. Like, I don't, I don't see what, what's the, just the, the Patriots all have always been about volume in the, uh, in the draft. Like if they can trade a 32nd round pick for two first round picks next year, they are absolutely doing that. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, so too. So, um, so we'll see, but, uh, either way, man, this is going to yeah. be a fun, fun week. I'm looking forward to these game sevens that are starting here in moments and, uh, and the NFL dra- draft, D'Anthony, the draft, um, that's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be good. Uh, you and I text like nobody's business during the draft and shit. So, uh, we're like teenage girls. Yeah. You know what else is going on? By the way, I wanted to mention this before we leave, um, this weekend. So first of all, mybookie.com has a whole page of prop bets dedicated to Game of Thrones. And I'm not going to give away any spoilers if you haven't seen uh, the first two episodes of the latest season yet. But there are things like who is Arya Stark going to kill first this season? You can bet on that. You can bet on like there's odds on every major character and whether or not they'll survive to the end of the season. There's all kinds of crazy bullshit out there. Yeah, man. So I, it, it, it's funny. Like those those prop bet odds get fucking weird, man. I fucking I love it. I do too. So uh, that'll 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 do it for the show, kids. Uh, bet with us or against us on mybookie.com. Uh, again, promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposit from one hundred all the way up to three thousand. Uh, looking forward to it, D'Anthony. Um, I will I will chat with you real soon tonight. Uh, thanks for being here, kids. We love having you, and we're excited for this week of madness in sports. For D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I am Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone. Peace.